to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop here, on another terrific Tuesday for Torch Report 473, the trophy for the world's biggest victim. Friends, it is in fact a hotly contested field, and the winner just might surprise you. Uh, But first, I want to set the stage a little bit here, you know, uh, as the tensions and the anticipations mounting over in, in the Middle East, I just want to start out with a friendly reminder for everyone, Joe Biden is the worst president in the history of the United States. Our economy is about to buckle under the unbearable weight of unfathomable debt. Criminals and terrorists are pouring across our southern border. Rampant drugs and crime are ravaging our cities. Weaponized federal agencies are persecuting political opposition and directly interfering with our national elections. State censorship is running completely out of control, and our government is still pushing people to uptake another round of deadly toxic injections. And, by the way, did you notice how nobody's talking about Ukraine these days? Doesn't it seem like all of a sudden, you know, with the flick of a switch, the public's mind has changed channels? None of these things matter anymore. You know, the next round of programming is underway. No matter what you think about the Middle East and what's happening over there, there is simply no denying the fact that this is just one big, fat distraction. You know, when every single news channel instantly becomes consumed with the latest sensational story out of Israel, you know, it's, and it suddenly shifts from shock and awe, they were beheading babies, to now it's going to be another long, drawn-out drama... When all that's happening, I think the wise will realize it's time to look beyond the headlines and and the hype of the day to see where all of this is heading. So that's what I'm going to strive for today. Uh, I believe that underlying everything that's happening in the Middle East and everything else that I just listed off there, underneath it all is the intentional destruction of the United States of America. Now, I could be wrong. But then again, you know, what other outcome could there be? Think about what's happening right now at home and abroad. Now, imagine if in the middle of all this stuff, like, say, this week or next week or whatever, you know, an American battleship gets attacked or worse yet, it gets sank to the bottom of the Persian Gulf. You know, imagine if... Israel attacks Hamas, and then Iran and Syria or some other Arab countries come attack Israel, and then the U.S. helps them retaliate through funding or weapons or naval or air support, and then all hell breaks loose, and all at once we are at war with the entire Middle Eastern bloc. Can you imagine that, friends? This is the stage that's being set. So, you know, just like, you know, much of the leftists out there, they've been brainwashed into supporting the baby-killing Islamic terrorist organization known as Hamas. Uh, if, if Americans all of a sudden began bombing innocent civilians over in the Middle East, right, just like the Israelis, they're bombing innocent civilians in the Middle East, these evil, imperialistic Israelis. They're bombing all these innocent civilians. But if Americans started bombing innocent civilians in the Middle East, then there's going to be massive protests and riots right here at home, Right? Our nation would further be divided against itself, even as our dwindling military equipment and our ammunition 
is being divided between Ukraine and Israel. Uh, you think about what happens if if China, uh, Chinese, the China, the CCP invades Taiwan right now. You know, think about what's happening. But if if we started going to war and bombing civilians over in the Middle East, you know what would happen here at home? The Republicans would be fighting amongst amongst themselves. Right, the the war hawks against the fiscal conservatives. Oh, we gotta we gotta spend more money and, and bomb more stuff. You know, no, we can't spend more money. We don't need to be bombing more stuff. Uh, and then simultaneously, the Democrats would be fighting amongst themselves as well about who gets the trophy for being the world's biggest victims. Is it the Jews and the beheaded babies, or is it that poor discriminated group, the Palestinian terrorists? I don't know. You know. Oh, friends, it's nuts. It's maddening, really. I don't know uh, if you're curious, you know, how anyone in their right mind could actually be supporting the Palestinian terrorists. You know, how how do people come to that place? Because th- this issue is dividing the left right now as well. But why do some people stand so staunchly in solidarity with the Palestinian terrorists? Why? You know, you need to look no further than, you know, CNN. Try to look at things through the eyes of the liberal mind, okay? I put a little excerpt here from the front page of CNN this morning. Friends, if you're listening on the podcast platform, please know you just have to go to thetorchreport.com to see this spiffy screenshot. And at CNN it says, Biden's to make an extraordinary wartime trip to Israel as the Gaza crisis grows. And I put little, they had like flashing images on their website. Very catchy to the mind and the eye. The first one is the Israeli tanks, you know, the the Star of David with military force, <laughs> you know, and it looks like they're they're coming across this great big desert and they're going to go attack the poor innocent Palestinians. And so the next couple of pictures show a couple of pictures of Gaza and in some you know some men you know handsome young men holding a baby wrapped up in a blanket and about the day baby's dead. They're pulling it out of the rubble. You know, another one, you know, a, a screaming young girl with a gash and blood on her head, you know? And you just, you think about how this propaganda impacts the psyche of the people on the left, you know? You look at those pictures, you notice how Joe Biden, or the headline, you know, Joe Biden's being portrayed as a brave hero for making an extraordinary wartime trick, trick, into the uh, thick of the Gaza crisis, you know. Notice how the pictures of the Israeli forces, you know, they they look like they're going way out of their way across vast expanses of open terrain, coming out of the left with their cold, calculated cruelty, uh, coming for the left, I should say. They're coming for the Palestinian children, you know. Anyway, you just, you see, when you see the pictures of the poor, helpless Palestinians trying to save their children from the rubble of Israeli aggression, you can see who the victim is, right? Who's being portrayed as the victim? And if you see those images all day, every day on all your liberal echo chamber channels, then aren't you going to be outraged that these cruel Israeli occupiers have moved in? They've taken the Palestinians' land, and now they're bombing innocent children in cold blood so they can keep their illegitimate claim to this little patch of sand they call the Holy Land. I mean, come on, how could anyone support those murderous Jews, right? <laughs> oh, friends, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to illustrate the point here. You can see how this works. And do you realize that there are millions upon millions of Americans who think and believe exactly like that? You know, where do their ideas come from to stand in solidarity with Hamas, the baby killers? 
Well, it comes from this kind of propaganda, okay? And it's not by accident. You know, where does the average everyday American's opinion come from about things in the Middle East? Why does the average American uh, have any opinion about what's going on in the Middle East? If you can imagine going back to the, you know, to the cowboy days before uh, we had 24-7 cable news and propaganda being pumped into the American psyche, what would people's opinion about it be? Well, they wouldn't really have an opinion about it, you know? So this, these opinions and this public perspective is being, uh, being shaped by the propaganda that's received. And that's not by accident. It's all by design. Of course, you already know that. But, you know, thanks to the decades of cleverly crafted propaganda that's been conditioning and priming the subconscious American mind for some time, it's been, it's been preparing us for a moment such as this. You know, these latent thoughts and beliefs uh, for or against Israel or what have you, they've been there, lying dormant under the many layers of psychological conditioning that we've all been subjected to since the advent of modern media. media. Excuse me, friends, I got a little bit of a uh, of allergies this morning. The sage has gone to seed and it's blowing in the wind. Anyway, ah, rah, 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 rah. but if you think about it, you know, none of this just happened. It's not by accident. So, you know, hey, by the way, <laughs> what do you think would happen if Biden, who got, who's over there, you know, making this extraordinary wartime trip, what do you think would happen if Biden got taken out, say, by a stray Palestinian bomb? I mean, we know that the Palestinians and the Hamas, they are a terrorist organization. I put the link in there to the uh, Department of National Intelligence, the DNI.gov website. I mean, these people are terrorists. I mean, so it could happen, right? I mean, Biden could get taken out by a stray Palestinian bomb. And I'm sure nobody would ever suspect that the whole thing might have been a setup, right? I mean... Anything could happen here, friends, but let's go ahead and zoom out, shall we? Zoom way out, zoop, because I want to throw you a curveball here. There are more Americans who believe that Donald Trump has done something illegal than there are who believe that Joe Biden has done something illegal. More people believe that Donald Trump is a criminal than believe that Joe Biden is a criminal, in other words. 52% of Americans in a recent poll, uh, I believe that was a Rasmussen poll, as Fox News poll, say uh, that 52% say that Trump tried to overturn the 2020 election. While 40%, which is you know substantially less, 40% of people believe that Biden somehow broke the law you know, doing his shady business deals with his crackhead son. And I find that absolutely fascinating. Again, where do people's opinions come from? But the propaganda, you know? But this poll about how Donald Trump, uh, more people think Donald Trump's a criminal than think Joe Biden's a criminal, you know? That poll comes out just as there are certain tech billionaires out there who are beginning to openly admit on liberal podcasts that they were wrong about Donald Trump. And, you know, they're out there acknowledging that Donald Trump was actually a pretty good president. You know, he was a pretty good president. Now that I'm removed from it, I'm not emotional. He's a pretty good president, you know. Now that I'm not suffering from uh, Trump derangement syndrome, you know, I think I'd give him an upgraded performance. They've upgraded Donald Trump's performance from an F to a B plus. They couldn't give him an A, but they gave him a B plus. Well above average, they say, Donald Trump is now is what they say. But they didn't say that, obviously, the whole time he was in. And again, where does that perspective come from? It's pretty fascinating, isn't it? 
you know. But wait, oh no, Luke, innocent children are getting shell-shocked and, and nowhere is safe from the Israeli bombs. Just ask Reuters. Or this poor kid that's hanging out the window as her parents flee this way and that in terror because Gaza families are or that were ordered south are returning home. They say there's nowhere safe from Israeli bombs and that's what everybody focuses on. But get this. Donald Trump beats Joe Biden in two pivotal swing state polls. Donald Trump edges out Biden 51 to 42 in a head-to-head matchup, according to polls. Democrats' unity is starting to crack on the Israeli-Gaza conflict. Hmm. Trump wins generic vote big, big time. 30% of Democrats back him, according to MSN. It's huge. The latest Rasmussen poll shows that 30% of Democrats at least somewhat likely to vote for President Trump and 50% of black voters. Friends, the truth is Donald Trump is surging in the polls, even with Democrats and especially with black voters. And while he's out there, Trump is out there saying he's willing to go to jail in order to save America. The media is shrieking. Oh, no. Oh, no. You know, the, the Middle East, the Middle East is on the verge of abyss. Gaza is suffering. And those murdering imperialist pig Israelis are plotting their offense. Just look at it. You know, and. The propaganda is relentless. You know, how about all that hubbub that's going on in Congress right now? Where Trump, you know, the Trump ally, Jim Jordan, may very well, congressman from Ohio, Jim Jordan, he may very well become the next Speaker of the House. But he's got to get past all these objections from the entrenched establishment, the, the, the rhinos, the Republicans in name only, but it's really the, the entrenched political establishment. And do you know who the challenger for the Speaker of the House is. Do you know who Jim Jordan is running against? Why, it's none other than the Democrat minority leader, Hakeem Jeffries. Now, again, everybody's focusing on on what's going on in the Middle East, but this is happening right here at home. This is kind of a big decision. Who's going to be the Speaker of the House, third in line for the president, and all of that jazz. But Hakeem Jeffries, who's running against Jim Jordan, he's the whip for the Congressional Black Caucuses. You know, he's a rising star of the progressive elite. He, and his first trip abroad, Hakeem Jeffries, his first trip abroad as a House Democrat leader just so happened to be to Israel. And that, his first trip was back in April. Six months prior to the current conflict, Democrat leader Hakeem Jeffries, rising star, was over in Israel. And then he was over again in August. Uh, And all of this has stirred some controversy because while Hakeem Jeffries was meeting with uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, he was saying, hey, you know what I mean? Uh, Just a little quote here, actually, from an article. After a meeting, quote, after a meeting with Netanyahu, Jeffries defended the U.S.'s $3.8 billion a year in military aid to Israel without conditions. The stakes are too high and a very dangerous world for anything other than our continued security cooperation to remain ironclad. Period. End quote. Uh, Thank you, Hakeem Jeffries. How prescient. It's almost like he knew a conflict was coming isn't it? I mean, six months over there, like, oh yeah, man, we got to keep sending all billions of dollars and even more. The stakes are too high. It's very dangerous out there. Very dangerous. Continued security cooperation must be ironclad. You know, even though, uh, you know, Americans six months ago, they were 
cluelessly standing in solidarity with Ukraine. They weren't thinking about an, a conflict in the Middle East. But six months ago, this Democrat, this Democrat was shoring up political aid and, uh, poli- I'm sorry, military aid and ironclad commitment to military support for Israel without conditions. And he did this not once, but twice in the last six months. And then, boom, all of a sudden, the bombs started dropping in the Middle East. And Jeffries is being propped up as the best bet to beat out the Trump-supporting MAGA extremist Jim Jordan. Uh, who would be very great for the country. But Jim Jordan, you know what I mean? I mean, he dared to publicly question the validity of the 2020 election. He mocked the J6 show trials. And in fact, Jordan has been accused of being a significant player in Trump's efforts to overturn the 2020 election. At least that's the narrative. And thus, uh, Hakeem Jeffries is is posed potentially to beat this MAGA extremist Jim Jordan. Uh, and we know that he's in good standing of the political class, the corrupt ruling political class, because he spent two trips to Israel shoring up military aid and ironclad commitment without conditions. All right, I, I want to just add a little twist here. That while Hakeem Jeffries, a hardcore liberal progressive leftist, was doubling down on military support for Israel, which should be an oxymoronic statement, but it happened. He was doing that just months before there was any conflict in Israel. Just a coincidence, I'm sure. At the exact same time, the Biden administration, also full of hardcore liberal progressive leftists, was giving the Iranians who are sworn enemies of Israel and supporters of Hamas, he was giving the Iranians some $6 billion, and it happened on September 11th, no doubt, for those who keep track of symbolism. But, you know, that was just one more month before the conflict broke out. Friends, put it all on the table. What do we have? You put the lime in the coconut and shake it all up. You see that the corrupt United States government is actually funding both sides of this war. Now, the history of the Iranian frozen assets and all that, that's beyond the scope of the report, as is the, uh, you know, the associated diplomacy that's been playing out since Obama gave the Iranians some $400 million of U.S. dollars on a pallet in the back of the plane, no less. That was back in 2016. But suffice it to say, All of these moving parts somehow have magically set the stage for the unfolding orchestrated chaos that's playing out at this current moment in history. It's fascinating, friends. I think that it all has to be just about as much of a coincidence as the fact that the Israeli intelligence somehow managed to miss a bunch of radical Islamic jihadists plotting to perpetrate heinous attacks against their civilians in their own backyard, despite being widely respected as having uh, perhaps the most sophisticated intelligence operations in the world. They just sort of miss that. Hey, friends, what do you think? Maybe none of this is an accident, huh? I just want to throw a little icing on the cake here, friends. Do you? I uh, put some links in the report here. How the U.S. is funding Hamas. You might want to read that one. How Trump might win and have Democrats to thank for it. Hey, say, why does Christianity Today, all the editors donate exclusively to Democrats? Meanwhile, Joe Biden travels to Israel and Jordan, but not to our U.S. southern border as concerns escalate over terrorists seeking entry at the U.S. southern border. If you put it all together, friends, doesn't it kind of feel like we're being set 
up. <laughs> Friends, perhaps the American people should get the trophy for being the world's biggest victims. It's either that or we should at least get special recognition for being the world's biggest fools. And that is the message of my heart for today, friends. Let me know what you think, please. And friends, if you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to go to thetorchreport.com. Find the little heart, click the heart, and give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And of course, the greatest honor of all is if you should podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this terrific Tuesday, and I'll look forward to talking to you again.